0: Hi guys, Um, I thought I'd pop in here before the episode starts to introduce my guests because I completely forgot to introduce them. Um, So the topic today is women in sport and I'll be talking to Shania Roba who plays football and um, Joelle Moreno who plays basketball and netball. Um, These two women are extremely successful in their sports um, and I thought they'd be great women to talk to about this topic. Um, And this is going to be a part one episode so um, I had another guest planned but she couldn't make this episode today so I thought I'd do a part one and then when my other guest is available in about two weeks time we can have a part two and discuss this topic further which I'm very excited about. It's a topic I've really wanted to talk about for a while. Um, So yeah enjoy the podcast. So hi guys, thank you so much for joining me. Um, I'm really excited about this discussion today. I've been wanting to do it for a while. Um, And basically we're just gonna have a discussion about women in sport. Um, I contacted both of you because you're obviously very active in sport, especially locally. Mm -hmm. I've seen you a lot um, on social media um, and I thought you guys would be great to have this conversation with. Um, So I'm just gonna kind of start off with asking you guys What is one of the main challenges you've experienced as a woman, as an athlete in Gibraltar? If you've had any challenges, um, maybe you haven't. But um, I want to know if there's anything that you've kind of faced in your sporting career.
1: Um, I spoke about this on Gib Talks the other day, but obviously being a girl and playing football when I was younger, there was not many girls. There was only like me and one more. So I had to get um, straight into a boys team because there was no girls teams. And that can be seen obviously, as challenging, but really, I mean, they treated me like one of their own, so it wasn't really that much of a challenge. But obviously, what comes with that is that then you have no one to look up to that's a female role model. Mm-hmm. So I was lucky enough to have my mum, who obviously Joelle knows <laughs> that she's really sporty and I've been able to look up to her my whole life, but I can see why other girls have maybe not continued to play football because they didn't have that figure in their life. Um, but I think that's probably the main especially in Gibraltar as well I mean Joel also knows that there's not many pathways to make it professional in Gibraltar for, right. for some sports so you have to then leave if you want to go make it pro and develop as a player as well so mm. that's probably the main two that I can think of
0: yeah I
2: agree I think stereotypes is a massive thing in Gibraltar and um, I think we, we can do a lot better in promoting women in sport I mean there's been a drastic change in the in the past couple of years like the Chronicle is doing a brilliant job right now and other other magazines and other um tele- television um, programs like Shani's just been aired in the, like The Determined where we've had Emma Labrador as well so it's really nice to see female role models like I remember when we were nominated for sports awards as a netball team I got nominated as an individual and I was sat there literally alongside six other male, male athletes there was no women in the senior women's cat, in the senior category, and I was like, I'm never going to win this. Like I'm up against all the men, and luckily I did. But within the junior nominations, Shani's sister was also nominated. Caitlin, same, one of the only individuals which was female. So I think we are getting a lot better. But it's the opportunities as well, as Shani said, if there's no many, if there's not many opportunities for girls to showcase that talent. Um, there's not going to be many people who want to be involved, like even in school. Mm. Like, I, I'm i a teacher in Bayside, and I'm now in sabbatical year. But in Bayside school, when I first joined as a female teacher, as one, I was the only female teacher mm. there. And they were like, You're teaching us football, or you're teaching us basketball. Yeah. And they don't give you respect until they see you play. So I used to join in, and then that's how I got the respect, but we shouldn't have to do that, you know, like if they've seen you play or they heard about you, they don't take that for granted that they, they still want more. So it was really hard to kind of make, make the mark, but I feel like now we're doing a lot better in promoting and being present in the media, which is helping sports um,
0: increase. No, definitely. And like what you guys were saying in terms of, I feel like it's, it's a mindset as well. I think, especially in a small community like ours, I feel like, because I mean, I used to swim for Gibraltar as well. So I've done a lot of swimming um, and I un- I completely understand where you guys are coming from. I feel like there's a mindset as well. Um, I was for a long, long time, the only girl in the swim team. Um, and I mean, like sports, like football, I feel are very male orientated and I think it's getting a lot better. But something like swimming, where I never really thought was very like male orientated, was still very male orientated in Gibraltar, um, And although I got treated amazing by all the other guys there, I still did feel alone sometimes because obviously as a woman, as a young girl, we go through our own things and having no one there to kind of like support me as a woman. Um, and don't get me wrong, my coaches were amazing and they were as supportive as they could be. But at the end of the day, they were men. They didn't quite understand kind of the things I was going through, like being 13, 14, going through puberty, having my period, all these kind of things that they kind of didn't quite understand to a point. And I think it just makes me question, like, why? Why aren't women getting into sports? And I, like you guys have said now, it's getting so, so much better. I definitely think, like, you guys in, in, in yourselves are role models, I think, like, um, and i'm seeing you a lot on the in the in the media and i think it's great that they're reporting on you um but i think more needs to be done i think from a younger age especially um, encouraging girls to get into football more girls to get into football because of course girls can play football getting more girls into basketball getting more girls into swimming um and any other sport i think it needs to be done it needs to be encouraged from a young age um and it's interesting that you guys touched upon the media as well because I was going to ask you a question on the media like do you think that the media are reporting enough on women's sport do you think it's getting better like what what do you what do you think about that
1: there's improvements but there's so much more that can be done like they I feel like with football especially because that's obviously where I'm more specialized in but they they portray a lot of the media once maybe the outcome has happened. So once we've played the match or that same week, but we're not seeing a lot of the process that goes behind it because mm-hmm. I make I make so many sacrifices to just maybe play at an international tournament that maybe other people would not, and especially the men, they have like this period, they have money, they have extrinsic things that we don't have. And I'm we're making the same, if not more, sacrifices, but people are not seeing that. they're, they're only seeing the final result of it.
0: Right. and that's what's
1: being publicized but not the whole sacrifices and the process behind what we're doing kind of that's my take
0: that's, on it. that's a very interesting point that I didn't even think about <laughs> yeah, because they get they like just now I saw on social media they they put the the result like they haven't put in what you've been doing for the past weeks months even years um and that's a very good point that I didn't even think about yeah I think with so
2: with netball, for
0: example, it's female dominated and
2: there's no male in, in teams in Gibraltar. So we are lucky that we do get a, all of the spotlight because national team and, you know, pathway players mm. get a lot of publicity. But then if I think about basketball, which I also play same, like, yes, we do get some some publicity, but the men get so much more funding, mm. like competitions, um, everything, you know, like, even though they are trying, like it's still not equal at mm. all. No, and yeah. Obviously in football, like it's clear. And I know the girls have, have made a, a stance on it and they are improving, but there's still such a large gap. Mm. And yes, you can have the argument, well, the men get more get more money in because of the competitions, because of the fans. Yeah, well, it's a vicious circle. If they don't get the media, they're not going to get the fans so if they don't get the fans they're not going to get the money so it's a triangle and if they don't improve one of them then it's not going to improve so we can we can make choices or we can make excuses and i think better choices is what we need to make
0: no yeah 100% it's interesting that you talk about that whole like triangle of like funding media attention people turning up to kind of matches or whatever and it it is like a vicious circle um and in terms of kind of like I I was reading something the other day that was really interesting. Um, I mean, obviously this kind of goes more into an international level, but in terms of football, I don't know if people are aware, but in, I think it was in 1921, women's football got more people than, than men's. And then it was banned in 1921. Like women were not allowed to play football until 1971, which is like in our parents' time. Like that is crazy to me. Um, And, I think now taking it back into Gibraltar, specifically with football, but also with like stuff like basketball as well, it is very male orientated, and stuff like football, people are like, wait, woman, woman playing football, like what is this? And I think what helps is getting that media attention, getting you know those those training processes, like um, Shania said, training processes in, um, like what have these, what have the women been doing for the past few months? um you know how have they been training and this goes for e- every sport not just football and I think the media I think they l- need to kind of work on that and they need to give you guys more attention and they need to show the processes and I think it will in itself change that mindset as well because people especially young girls will see more women doing sports and be like I want to do that. I, that that they are my role model I want to do that I want to try that out um So I think media is such an important thing. Um, And like you guys said, it is getting better, but it still needs to go further. Um, And I think women's sport definitely does need more media attention, locally and internationally, for sure. Um, And do you think there are any, like, stereotypes that need to be disarmed? I mean, you touched upon that before, Joelle, but kind of, like, have you ever heard like stereotypical comments coming from people about you guys doing sports?
2: Yes, I think that the most common one is tomboy. Like
0: oh, when yeah. you
2: do a sport, you're a tomboy, you know, and it's not seen as female etiquette or in school. I've taught in West Side School before. I've taught in, in Bishop School. So I've taught in several schools and girls just don't like to sweat they don't like mm-hmm. to sweat because then they have to go to class sweaty and like it's just things like that and then they're afraid of what other people might think if they do get sweaty well it's normal to sweat and get red and look horrible like what you see in social media people go into the gym with perfect hair makeup yeah. like very nice outfits like yes that happens but it's all the stuff that you don't see which happens behind the scenes like everyone believes social media nowadays like i I post my myself before and i post myself after and i post myself like a red tomato and (laughs) my hair all messy you know Mm, and they need to see those things they cannot just see the gymshark models you know on instagram where they go and they enter and exit the gym exactly how they are seen no like it's it's what the media doesn't portray which needs to be portrayed so that girls get into sport and aren't afraid to break these these barriers which they're so afraid that
0: they will be judged against so yeah it's it's essentially so much pressure it's pressure put on women a lot um this pressure to always look good this pressure to always have it together all the time and and like like you said, like in the media, that, that that is not portrayed, that kind of side of sport, the sweaty, you know, red side of sport, which I think is so healthy. And like I'm most girls when they do sport feel great after. But it's that fear that they don't, you know, they're not they don't look good or they're going to be portrayed as tomboy or they're going to be told something like you can't do it because you're a girl. And it's this like constant pressure on women and especially women in sport um, that people don't talk about a lot um
2: especially in gibraltar i think like yeah. people are very concerned because it's a small community so the moment something is said about you that's it like you yeah. know the word spreads like like wildfire so you you need to be a, a type of person i think to try and block everything out and just try and do what you want to do and mm-hmm. not be concerned with with anything else because if you're too concerned with what other people think then you're not going to get anywhere um, and yeah. you need you need to be a, a strong-minded person like I think Shani's a great role, role model you know for girls in sport especially within football like everyone usually says girls in football they're not going to get anywhere well she's got so far and she's only so young so I think as from now, obviously, girls will be thinking she can do that, then I'm going to at least try, you know, so.
0: Of course. And Shania, have you ever heard any, like, stereotypical comments coming your way, like Joelle said yeah. before?
1: Yeah, when I when I played with the boys when I was younger as well, they'd always ask me why I'm there, because I'm a girl, like, from when I was oh, wow. five years old. And it wasn't from my team, it was from others, because they treated me really well. But when mm. we'd get together on matches or whatever, they'd be like, why are you here? You're a girl and at that moment it wouldn't really like because I was young I didn't really think much of it but growing up as well like as Joel said I was the one in the PE um, class that would like try my best and I would be the sweatiest one the reddest one and look at where it's got me and Joel like you can tell that our focus is not on looking good our focus is on performing and Mm -hmm. whenever I post things online I do not look I don't look at myself I think oh I look really pretty there. I'll post and I think I've done such a good performance today I want to post it because I'm proud of what I've done and that's kind of what I think whenever I post something or, or my family, knowing that they're proud of me. That's kind of the things that are more important for me than being red or, or sweating or whatever. And I think that shows in like athletes like me and Joel how successful we've become and what's to come already. I mean, there's still plenty of what we've done so far.
0: No, definitely. And it's great that you guys, by you guys, I mean you two kind of like, you don't care and you're kind of like, I perform well today and that's it that's end of story and I've worked hard to get to where I am and that's it and I think it is inspiring for young girls to be like oh, I don't care about what I look like look at these look at these girls a woman doing incredible and like I just need to work hard to get to where they are um and at the end of the day that's the most important thing um and like I honestly commend you guys for that because it's it's you maybe don't realize it or you do but it is it does encourage young girls and young women to kind of, you know, reach their goals, essentially. Um, I was, I want to kind of touch upon kind of like having more women in sport outside of being the athlete, if this makes sense. So I was watching this. It's like a seven minute video on YouTube and it's really good. I recommend you watch it. It's about this um, track athlete in America and she joins the Nike team. And basically she ends up talking about how she you know developed an eating disorder she became very depressed because it was so male orientated there were no there were no female nutritionists no female psychologists no female anything it was like male orientated um and I wonder like because I mean Joelle you do netball which is very female orientated but then you also do basketball And do you see a difference in having more women in the association, in the netball association, compared to the basketball association?
2: Yes, definitely. (laughs) Like, right from organization all the way to performance to kit that we wear, you know,
0: we've
2: never, we've only ever had once a basketball kit that was actually for women. Like, all the basketball kits, but that's maybe not a fault of the association itself. It's because of the, Brands like they don't produce many kits mm. which are geared towards women. So even if you order a small in male, like the vest comes down so low that yeah. you can see your sports bra straight through. And yes, some people don't mind, but others it mm-hmm. is like you know you're a bit conscious of oh is anything gonna you know slip out or could something be seen that might not be allowed. So I think it's like having females in an organization is crucial to the running of the sport and down to what you wear you know to play and just opportunities as well available like if if you've got a female there you you know what it is like to mm-hmm. perform to be yeah. in the in the media to be at the at the end at the other end of what opportunities do we have for them what facilities do we have for them um, are we doing anything to improve our pathway our juniors mm-hmm. our elite so yeah I think yeah having the netball organization is all run by female but we do have male males that that help behind the scenes. We have umpires who are who are males. We have SNC coaches that are male. So th- we we do try and bring other people in and and is very, very welcoming like anyone who wants to help out mm. she hands down, even if it's helping out with anything so simple like I don't know, getting ice or a sponsor like she always takes on board whoever and I think you need to be open you know to change as well like to to move forward and gather people on board if we would have um more facilities and, and allocations she would definitely get a men's team up and running like
1: mm. it's just
2: availability at the moment I think which we're struggling we have four divisions junior leagues like, yeah it's and it just keeps growing so
0: yeah I mean it could be a, it's a it's a good thing in a way that it is growing but obviously because we're so small it's sometimes so hard to kind of like get get so many teams up and going as much as like associations would love to I mean mm. I'm sure like the swimming association would love it as well but it's so so difficult mm. um and Shania do you think I mean coming from like a football standpoint like football is very very much male orientated like coaches are males physios are male although I do see some female physios but you like physios are male referees are male like kind of like everyone in the kind of the behind the scenes most of them are male and do you think that like makes a difference as coming from a female team
1: yeah I just like my my main wish is always to be understood um yes. like yeah. says, we've never had female kids either and when we get kids the shorts are so big for us that we have to roll them up and then it looks weird and I know it's not about looks but you want to play comfortably as well no it's about like being my comfortable. yeah yeah <laughs> like the, I went when I went to the program in in May they had female kits and it was the first time I've worn a female kit in my life and i never want to go back to a men's kit ever again mm-hmm. because it just suits me like it suits your our bodies our hips everything and obviously like with the association thing like Joel said I feel like sometimes if you have men running kind of the association it's more like for me a checklist that they have to take off oh we've done this for the woman we've done this for the woman right. rather mm-hmm. than them actually embedding the whole thing throughout the 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 association then don't get me wrong it's much better like we're being treated really well but sometimes it can be seen as like a checklist rather than they're doing it because of of like, our needs and our benefits as well so
0: mm.
1: um but in the past few weeks it has improved and but obviously the the money is more limited for women it's no shock but just I want to see more kind of emphasis on trying to get us to to be better as a whole not just kind of giving us things just to give it and to to tick the box
0: Mm. and it's interesting you say in in terms of like understanding like it's not that we have an issue with having men in the associations it's the fact that there's they're only going to understand being a woman in sport to a a certain point and then beyond that like they won't understand and small things like your kits and yes obviously like you said you don't care about looks but it's not about looks it's about first of all being heard and being understood as a woman I cannot wear a baggy top that shows you know part of my breasts or my sports bra like that's just not something that most people would be comfortable with Um, and just being comfortable playing a sport and not having to think about those small things you want to be able to be there to perform not to be like I'm uncomfortable in this kit like that's not what you should be thinking about Um, and it's just kind of that form of understanding and and going back to what I was saying about this little like YouTube video I watched she said that it was kind of like everything was made by a man for a man it was kind of like she stopped getting her period she got told that she had to reach a certain weight which was too low for a woman like women shouldn't be that like low and obviously your physique is obviously very important in sports but men and women's physique is very different and people need to take that into account as well and stuff like kits and stuff like understanding you know you're having your period and all these kind of small things that to a point men won't understand and having more women there to support you in those kind of at those times where you need support is so important
1: no, I actually well I can say that although like we're speaking a lot of the like the negatives or everything like the kids and how we're not getting treated maybe equally but like I, I see it as an advantage for me because I play with more hunger I play and, like, when we look at the, the women's team, especially, we know that we're not getting the same privileges. So it just makes us play um, and work together better. And, like, I think it's a really unique quality right now to be able to make all the sacrifices that we're doing and give it our all for our country. It just shows that we're playing not because of anything else but the love of what we're doing, like the love of football. Love, and I think that um it's something that we should all be proud of as, like, a women's um, team and... And like every female playing sport should be proud of, of like um getting them continuing to grow, no matter how, any stereotypes, but just to keep going and and that's why we've grown so much in the past year as a women's team because we've realised that we're doing it for the love for the love of the sport, not like for anything else like other teams can't see.
0: Hundred percent. I mean, you speak about like working hard and having that hunger, and and I see that. I see that in so many women local athletes. You see that hunger and you see them love their sport despite all the kind of obstacles that come in their way and it is inspiring to to see that hunger and to see women be like you know what like we have our struggles but we're gonna do this anyways um and I think that's amazing to see and um I and I definitely can say that I see that and I I think I felt that as well when I was swimming a lot I think I think women have always have something to prove. And I think sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes that's a bad thing. But I think because for such a long time, I was the only girl. I was like, I have something to prove. I have to show that I can keep up with the boys and I can do just as good as the boys. And don't get me wrong. That's amazing that I had that fire inside me and I kept on pushing and I was like, I'm going to keep up with some of the boys. Um, But then sometimes it could also be quite tiring. And sometimes I'm kind of like, like why do I have to constantly prove myself all the time and I think it's great that you guys are like happy that you are doing what you can do and you're performing the best that you can um and that's and you have that healthy drive in you for sure um I also think
2: that it's yeah it's what Shani says about working together not as as a as a female entity so she speaks about her team and the football team working together but I think it's a lot much wider than that you know it's females females in general not just people in sport mm-hmm. like in Gibraltar it's a really small community but how many people just walk past us and don't even know who we are you know and Shani's a very successful 70 18 year old now 18 year old and 19 how old are you 20 20
0: <laughs> oh 20 I'm getting
2: up. old so yeah, and some some football, some football players might not even know who she is. Like, some basketball players don't even know who I am. Like, I'm pretty sure netballers do just because I'm around netball a lot. But I think females in general, especially in Gibraltar, need to do a lot better in supporting sport and female in sport. Like, how many people get together to watch Miss Gibraltar? Like right. why why yeah. not to watch GFA play? Why not to watch the netball team play? Why not to watch the basketball selection play? Why not to come and watch you swim? Like I know mm-hmm. you swam because I've been around sport and I know you. But other people wouldn't even know that. Like, yeah. why, 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 why not? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, it's not just about media in sport, it's about media in the whole of Gibraltar. When they're trying to get like models for I don't know the leisure centre, the university, the any new facility or building. Why not get a female in sport? Why does it have to be a Mr Gibraltar? You know. Right. So it's what what are we trying to portray? Are we are we are we disregarding female in sport just because they don't fit the image? Mm. Like so, I think we need to do a lot better as as a community to get behind people in sport to raise the profile and actually make girls see oh look they're actually putting someone in the limelight who's a female in sport Mm. that is
0: not a model you know Mm -hmm. so that it's I think it's like what you said it's very interesting I never even thought about it like that kind (coughs) kind of getting people together to like watch something or for example kind of like I never and I admit like I never when I was younger went with my friends let's go watch the girls play football or let's go watch the girls play basketball or netball like and I think it's it's that kind of like what, going back to kind of that that mindset of young girls that they're kind of like I think they're kind of like they keep it at arm's length and they're kind of scared to be like I'm into sport which is is bizarre to probably to us because we all love sport But to some girls, they don't want to be portrayed as sporty um, and they don't want to be portrayed as interested in football. Um, And it's kind of getting young girls from a young age interested in sport and make it kind of a positive thing. And I'm and I think I'm not saying that it's not happening now in schools, but even just at home, having a, a little girl. Um, you know, maybe getting her into football at a young age. And maybe if she doesn't like it, she doesn't like it. And if she she does, you know, like she's been encouraged from a young age and it's, it's getting your friends together um, and going to support different teams in JIB. Even if you don't know them, like why do... I feel like people go watch their friends play netball or their friends play basketball, but you don't have to know them. Like I'm sure there's so many girls who'd enjoy watching a, a game of football. Like, and you know like you don't have to know the people who are playing um so I think it's kind of like it comes to kind of changing that mindset encouraging more young girls to be interested in sport going to watch your friends going to not watch your friends going to just support your country your your, you know and I think that's that's so important and also like you know maybe media should kind of you know report on these things more and be like this weekend the girls have been training for five months for this match um come and watch at this time you know what i mean like getting more people to come down and and to watch and support which i think is so so important and i think it must help you guys so much as well having so many people there like screaming and shouting and which is amazing it's such an amazing feeling um I th- I think it's just that
2: like support in general mm. because like if I if I compare it to UK or to USA where I did my masters, like sport and female sport was basically equal, you know? Yes. And they would celebrate the successes of female in sport. Like, in America, if you're a sport, if you're good at sport, you're, you're aiming life to get a scholarship, like, you get uni-free, you know? So you can have incentives that focus on female in sport. Like, models, they get paid to enter Miss Gibraltar. Mm-hmm. Why can't we get some kind of incentive? I'm, we're not asking for money, but yeah. support would, would be enough, you know? Mm-hmm. I think that would give other people great my dog's just decided
0: to play with the water <laughs> it's fine I have a crazy dog as well I, I completely understand he does it at the wrong time as well I'm like trying to say talk oh about gosh. something serious and he's like barking I'm like oh my god um but yeah no definitely and I have one last question just before you go because mm. Joel, I know you have training because you we work training. hard work hard <laughs> um okay so basically just to kind of finish it off I like put the question to both of you. So, name one thing you'd like to see for women in sport in the next five years, in locally, I mean. Me more opportunities,
2: but opportunities at a high performance environment. Shanaya,
1: I think the recognition, um, like the media and recognition, and then that will probably come with more opportunities. Like Joel said, like I think we've started the snowball effect. Now I think we're just starting, like especially for. For football, we've just started like the ball rolling with the futsal last year as well. And now it's just gonna keep going and we have to make sure make sure that it just keeps continuing to get this momentum and not going a few steps back. So that's probably mine.
0: Okay, brilliant. <laughs> well, thank you so much for talking to me today. Um enjoy your training. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Work hard, carry on working hard, I'm sure you both are. Um and yeah, have a good evening, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you.